Oh, hey, welcome to the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. Guess what? My name is Nat, and I'm here for you. I am here for you a lot more often in 2024 to help cheer you up and hopefully help you find those keys to the door that will unlock your happiness. And something that may help is if you like to read, you could read my new book, The Positive Perspective, available on Amazon or from my website, BePositivePodcast.com. You can get a personalized copy there. You can pick up some merch. You can help me keep this show going by grabbing grabbing something from the store. Come on. It's at, Christmas is over. You got a few extra bucks. Grab something from the store. If you want to talk about something, you can text me because I, I'm always on my phone. 304-506-3332 or hit the website and go slash your story. And I will talk to you about whatever you want. You know, so that's, that's just the way it is. Uh, if this is your first time here, glad you found the show. Let me know how you found the show either through a text message or through the website. I'd love to know what you searched for because that helps me to put the right things to my webpage to help the algorithm uh, promote the site to get to more people and share the positivity. All right. <clears throat> All right. What am I going to talk about today? Well, you know what? This is going to be a little bit different than the normal stuff I talk about. Uh, this is a letter, anonymous letter that I got. And the title of the show is My Relationship with a Porn Addict. <laughs> Whoa. All right, so let's dive into this and uh, see what's... It's a long letter. I'm, uh, I'm going to read the whole thing probably, so let's uh, sit back and relax and let's listen. It says, I'm going to start right off the bat that I am married to a porn cyber addict. I thought he was my best friend. I have known him close to a decade, and we were friends before we ever started dating, and I never knew about his past or the issues he carried with him until I discovered everything. He had trauma in his past. Not my story to share, but it is the main root, and he has to be the one to work on it in order to deal with it. In the last five years of being together, I would see red flags. I was always denied on those feelings when I confronted him. He always reacted in a defensive or angry to where I'd leave it alone. I didn't want to believe them, so I would let them go until things kept popping up, and he would deny things, and they would go back to normal for a bit. Then I would find actual visual proof. He would tell me he will stop and say he would do whatever it takes, but it's always talk, no action. This is really embarrassing to talk about. I don't even tell anyone at my work, as I want that to be separate. There are some people that think that it's just porn, no big deal. But to me, it's because I feel I lost my husband to the devil. The best way I can describe it. I know everyone has their own opinion, and that is fine. I feel like my opinion is the only one that should matter in this situation. I am talking to a therapist and I believe it is good to talk to someone that kn that you know your story isn't going to be shared with anyone else. I want to be the one sharing my story, so let's dive in. It has caused to be to be lying, secrecy, secret credit cards, secret platforms, selfishness, lack of communication, lack of effort, no trust, anger, shortness, blaming. Always second-guessing, low self-esteem, thinking you are crazy or not good enough. Always feeling like you're competing. Trying to be someone that you're not to please that person. Manipulation, sexless time-to-time, -time, betrayal, not knowing what was true and what was a lie. It made me so paranoid. I can imagine so. It affected my self-esteem, thinking I'm not enough. And she basically goes on to say that she's had enough and uh, she's taking steps to change 
because he's not going to do it. She says, I can't control him. I don't want to live like that or be that person. And I'm willing to accept it no matter how much it hurts. Because if he can't do it for his family, you know, then he... Then. And she says, she goes on to say, I want to share my story because I know I'm not the only one going through this. And maybe it's not being talked about. I want to move on and heal from this pain. I'm ready, even though I get in my head and I go back and forward and I'm leaving or staying. I don't know what I'm doing. But I told myself that if he betrays me again, I'm going to stop right there because he's already done it numerous times. I got to let go. I need to stay true to myself and my words. There is no trust. So she's okay with knowing she's going to be uncomfortable. And then goes on to say, thank you because uh, I will be able to listen in the future and be proud of myself how far I've become. Uh, thank you again for your podcast uh, and happy holidays. And this this person is obviously dealing with something that many people deal with. What you, your spouse is addicted to porn, usually the guys. And what do you do? How do you deal with it? Um, do you accept it? Do you um, just uh, hide it? If it really bothers you, then you bottom line is you can't be with that person. Then you just have to make the decision. Do you want to live unhappy? And it's if you really make it that easy by saying, uh, do I want to live this way for the rest of my life? Do I really want to be uh, untrusting or miserable or feeling this way for the rest of my life? And then if the answer is no, then uh, then you know what to do. Um, so you just have to follow your heart. And I've talked about this a lot. If you're not happy with it, don't live with it. It's your life, not theirs. So if you're not happy, it's time to move on. But uh, speaking of moving on, something I need to talk about is uh, something I've been taking every day. I love it. It's called Magic Mind. This stuff is really, it re almost replaces my coffee. I do drink less coffee. Um, it makes me more productive. I feel more focused. I get more done. I sleep better. I have less stress and anxiety. Uh, it's got some really health. It's all healthy stuff. It's green. It's got all kinds of that green healthy stuff in there. You know what I mean? It's got the mushrooms. It's got uh, matcha. It's got... Um, uh, ashwagandha that it reduces stress and anxiety um, and I feel better in the morning I get up and I take that shot and I'm happier through the day it boosts my mood and it helps me to relax and I love it and you know what um, if you like this stuff if you if you actually want to try it Magic Mind is doing something special for the month of January this January Magic Mind is going to help you crush your 2024 New Year's resolutions and help you to stay Fully focused on, on your dreams, goals, resolutions, whatever it is that you want to. They're going to give you one month free when you subscribe for three months. Uh, and you go to magicmind.com slash J-A-N, be positive, and use the code be positive 20 And it's, it's going to save you 75% <laughs> when you get one month free. It's just crazy. And I've never seen them do this before, but if you get a chance, check it out. Everybody who has tried it, I appreciate your information and your emails about it and how much you love it um, and your text messages saying that uh, you, you like it as much as I do. So check it out, magicmind.com slash J-A-N, be positive. January, be positive. So, and you get, use the code. It's all in the description. All right. So, uh, all right. So, you know what? I'm going to, I think I'm going to read another email and uh, talk about it. Um, and this person says that I can say their name. This is Claire. Uh, hi, Claire. How are you? 
And she says, I listen to your podcast and I want to thank you for your help in looking at life in a positive light. I would love if you could have a topic of grief and the loss of one's soulmate. I know that this topic that most people do not want to talk about. However, everyone listening has had someone young that they know die of cancer. Oh, man. Yep. My husband, Randy, suffered with two types of cancer for the last three years of his life and died at the age of 53. Ah, so young. This Thanksgiving, it will be six years since he passed away. Society is so lame when it comes to death and dying. Most of the friends and family that promised to be there for me and my kids have gone on with their own business of life. Well, in the meantime, I still have a heartache and PTSD from watching my love suffer and die. Oof, can't imagine that. I do see a therapist on a monthly basis for self-care. My surviving children are my 16-year-old daughter, my 26-year-old son, and our loss has been difficult for all of us. At this stage of my life, friends are all married with grandchildren. Now that I'm a widower, I am no longer included in couples' events. Randy's family no longer communicates with me. Our connection has passed away. I have learned how to be a single parent and have so many accomplishments that I want to keep the momentum going. I have volunteered at the hospital where he passed away to try to challenge myself and help others who were in my shoes. Well, I'm going to stop right there. That is incredibly valiant. I love that. That is so cool that you're doing that. And I'm sure that he is happy for that. Uh, I have volunteered at the local hunger task force building stock boxes for senior citizens, the county zoo, and botanical gardens. I feel stuck in a society that, that does not understand or recognize the pain of loss of a spouse and how much energy it takes to pursue a wonderful life after the loss of of your love of your lifetime. Being a young widow has been difficult and most of the classes on grief that I have attended with widows and widowers are much older than myself. I am struggling with feeling stuck in my grief. If you have anything to share on this topic that would be helpful to me, keep up the good work of sharing your positivity with us. Hugs, Claire. Well, Claire, you know, losing the love of your life, um, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Um, my parents, I grew up in what I call a perfect childhood. <laughs> My parents were no, not rich. Uh, we had food on the table, a roof over our heads, and love in the house. And uh, my family was a kind of family that the story I always tell is my mom was making dinner one night, and then the potatoes were on the stove getting ready, uh, boiling, and we needed milk so she could make mashed potatoes. So she told my dad, go to the store, which is eight blocks away, mind you. Eight short blocks. Um and get some milk he said okay turn off the burner she goes what he goes we gotta go get milk and she's like no just go get it I'm, I'm doing dinner my dad made her turn off the burner and the three of us got in the car and drove eight blocks we're talking like 45 seconds to a minute away to get a gallon of milk to come home that's the kind of family I grew up with the kind of love the bonding and when my dad passed away when I was 10 years old he passed away my mom lost the love of her life. She was never the same after that. So she dealt with it however she could. Um, she lost weight. She lived her life. She was happy, but she never loved anyone else in the way she loved my dad and never had another relationship after that. And that's what she chose. And when I was younger, all I wanted for my mom was to be happy. I wanted her to 
find someone to share her life with besides me because all she had was me and the older I got the more I realized that's all she really wanted anyway that's all she cared about after my dad passed away that was fine for her she was happy and content but I know of other people who have lost someone they love and it takes years to get over it and the love will never be the same you can't compare the love you had when you have your soulmate and you can't hold those standards to your if you have a new relationship or you start dating you can't hold the new people to those standards and compare them to the person who was perfect for you in your life you have to take that and say you know what this was a part of my life that I was blessed enough to experience this relationship and this love and this bond and I had an, I had the time to experience it and I should feel, feel grateful that I had the time that I had with this person and know that you will be with them again and know that you're with them now because we're all made of energy it's just we can't see that person but you could feel that person and you feel it in your heart and I can tell in your email that you feel it in your heart and it's broken right now. It's broken. It's going to take time to heal. It's going to take time for you to say, you know what? Randy would want me to be happy. When he was alive, he wouldn't want me to be with anybody else but him. But now that he's not here, now that he's not here, I honestly think that anyone with a heart that you love so much would want you to be happy. Knowing that they can't be the person to make you happy if you could be happy for the rest of your life. I think that they would be happy too. I think Randy would be happy if you could accept the fact that he's just not a physical being anymore. His spirit didn't die. His energy didn't die. Because energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just changes form. And when you start thinking, you know what? We'll all be together again and live simultaneously, instantaneously. There won't be any time. We'll experience everything all at once. And it'll be beautiful and great and fantastic and lovely. And and we'll be there. But we're, our goal is to experience this life. And don't let this hold you back from your life. All right, Claire? Uh, I like your name because it is actually the name of my daughter's elf on the shelf that is so precious to her. Well, it used to be. Now she's 17. She doesn't believe in that stuff. <laughs> but I want you to be happy, and I'm hoping that my words have, have helped you. You've been through a lot, but I think that you're on the right track. I think you're on the right track. And uh, addressing your emotions and your feelings. And you and your two kids just... It's all about family. Pull that family together and enjoy every moment that you have because you of all people know that it's brief, that we should cherish every moment and live it like it's our last because it could be. And everything you're doing, giving back, feels good, doesn't it? I think it's fantastic. I love it. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, Claire? You're on the right track. You're awesome. All right, that's the show. That's all I have to talk about today. And I'm hoping my words help you to find your happiness. If not, make sure you grab the book because you know what? You can put it in your bathroom and by the time you're finished, you finished the chapter. <laughs> I wrote it because I can't pay attention that long either. So check it out, The Positive Perspective. 
Uh, my name is Nat. This has been the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. I think we can all do a little bit better. I'll talk to you later. Bye.